Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Where to Market Your Business Online podcast. I'm your host, Jose Quiros. I'm an e-commerce and digital marketing specialist. I've been in the industry for a little under a decade, started at the corporate level, and now I help medium-sized businesses, service providers, retailers, and corporate clients take their business online and profit. And this podcast shows you how to market your business online. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Where to Market Your Business Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jose Quiroz, and it has been, I think, a few weeks uh, since the last episode, Governance and Social Media, which was an amazing episode with Myrna, uh, head of marketing, ex-marketer at Uber and Oracle. So go check that episode out if you have not. But there's been a lot of life and business lived, I guess I would say, um, since the last episode to this episode. And it's been a bit of a whirlwind. The world is opening back up. A lot of uh, friends and family are starting to get vaccinated and feel comfortable to come out. And I've just been enjoying time with them. Also getting in a lot of work done. Uh, And one of the things that was done within this time period is a digital operation workshop with a client of ours. And that's where all of this stems from these episodes, both part one and part two of this digital operations workshop. This is going to be episode one of two. And it came from that. It came from two full days of working with a client in San Francisco at a WeWork. Um, The client is actually based in the East Coast, but flew out to come meet with us in the city to really help them define how they're going to leverage digital moving forward as an operation, right? As a business, they want to diversify their revenue stream. They kind of have to. um, They are in the... I would say attraction industry, right? You can compare them to art galleries, museums, amusement parks, places where people go to spend afternoons, days, evenings, etc. And obviously COVID had diminished their foot traffic and really put a dent into the business with everything going on. And so this workshop that was a two-day workshop with them was to help them understand the digital world and the digital capabilities that they, one, have in-house and two, have the potential to build in order to provide longevity and a little bit more security for the organization in the future and moving forward. So that's where all of this came from. And it was interesting, amazing, uh, fun, tiring, exhausting, all of it in all of it in one uh, working through these two days with this client um, national accredited organization, because it really opened my eyes to the need, want, desire and mandatory information and knowledge that's needed around digital operations right now for a lot of businesses. Um, Obviously, there's some of those top dogs that are doing digital really well. Even them, they have their own issues, right? But again, being in front of the clients and working with them hands on really showed me the importance of having this knowledge and sharing it, etc. So that's why all of this is coming together today. So before we jump into the episode, digital operations workshop, how to conduct your own digital operation workshop, part one of two, we... um. 
I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. I am LinkedIn. I've gotten a couple messages of people really enjoying the podcast and getting something positive out of it. So that's always amazing. Uh, so if you're a listener and you're enjoying this, first of all, hi, hello. Thank you so much. Hope you're doing well. And second, feel free to leave a rating, a review or a share of an episode that you really enjoyed to someone um, that really helps us here at the podcast. So let's get into it how to conduct your own digital operations workshop. We're going to do part one of two today. And what we're going to start off is doing what I call a digital walkthrough. So what we did to kick off everything, and obviously you're going to want to do this internally with your organization is you're going to want to have a digital walkthrough of all the different digital touch points, current digital efforts, current digital goals, any digital documentation that could be vendor contracts, strategic planning documents, Excel sheets that are kind of like questionnaires, checklist of what's going on in the digital world internally. You're going to want to look at your current initiatives, the resources that you have in hand. What are your current thoughts of it? How is the organization internally, culturally interacting with digital and looking at digital? Is it something that they prioritize? Is it something that needs to be worked on from a mindset perspective? Give a different shift, a different look into this world, all of that good stuff. So we spent about almost two hours going through the digital walkthrough. Um, And this was a moment where I was really getting in the weeds with things and kind of probing uh, really carefully on not only from a tactical standpoint, but from an internal standpoint. Again, you know, what is the internal processes look like? What are the how is the cross departmental collaboration? What senior management overall attitude and approach to digital? Because those are going to be things that are extremely important and relevant in order to really make digital operations work and flourish. So that is where I suggest you start is to be very honest and transparent in a digital walkthrough of current status of digital in the organization, not just from a tactical standpoint, but from a cultural standpoint and really dig in deep. One of the things, too, that prefaced all this was we gifted the client a book called The Lean Startup by Eric Reese, I believe uh, is the author. I know his name is the first name is Eric. I believe it's Reese is his last name, but he wrote a book called The Lean Startup after, you know, developing these digital startups and selling them and then consulting for a lot of the big digital giants now. And it talks about building lean, taking inspiration from uh, Japanese lean manufacturing and applying it to a business, to a operational standpoint in, in business. How do you do customer development? How does that affect the insights and the development direction that you do? the testing, the experience and all that good stuff. But it talks about how you do it in a very lean way. You get feedback quickly, you adapt quickly, you launch quickly, Um, not necessarily launch the full product, but you're launching sets of features and and things that are kind of testing your hypotheses and testing your overall objective here. So first place to start is a digital walkthrough. Go really deep into what you have going on. After we did the digital walkthrough and we probed and we, you know, figured out what was going on, we then went to defining a digital business model. Really here, it was about trying to identify not just we started at a very high level strategic point. It wasn't about digging into what 
does our content have to look like? What does our website have to look like? What is the user functionality, the UI, all that good stuff? It didn't really lead there. What it what it led off with was let's define the potential digital business models that are currently out in the world. How do we bring those in together to create a unique one or something that makes sense to our audience, therefore our business, and maybe also help us create our own um, in at a certain point? So one thing I wanted to convey is that, you know, there's a saying out within the digital operation side of things that says a digital operation model is when digital technology helps enhance the brand's value proposition. And that's really what we're looking to do here. We're looking to leverage digital operations in order to enhance what the brand is already doing and the value that the brand is already providing. We want to scale that up. Right. So we started there with trying to define digital operation models and the kickoff to it all was a practice a practice to pick out three digitally diverse companies they were adobe amazon and blizzard entertainment and we looked at what are the different business models that these organizations are using in order to succeed right in order to monetize to bring in revenue and so i'm going to name some of those off for you here now one thing to keep in mind is that these three different entities and most every entity that's digitally focused and has some aspect of a digital business model does not only carry one format of a business model it typically encompasses multiple so here they are um, not in any particular order, but we have open source model, free model, freemium model, subscription, software as a service or software as a product on demand, peer to peer or two sided marketplaces, e-commerce and ad revenue slash hidden revenue. Right. That then you consider that your Facebook or your Google. Right. So it's free, but they're running ads in order to pay for the business model. So. Again, those are the different business models, open source model, free, freemium, subscription, SaaS, SSAP, software as a product, on-demand, peer-to-peer, two-sided marketplace, e-commerce, and ad revenue. Those are the different business models you can adopt when it comes to the digital world. And again, one company it is going to have multiple, right? So the examples that we gave of Adobe, Amazon, and Blizzard, um, something like Amazon, Amazon has open source, freemium, subscription, on-demand, e-commerce, and marketplace, and also ad revenue. So they have one, two, three, four, five, six different models going on at the same time. Now, granted, they didn't start at six different models. They diversified as time went along. But as you can see, in order for something, well, one, you see the scale scalability with digital, right? You're able to to monetize in multiple different ways, keep building, keep growing, keep doing all that good stuff. So that's a huge positive when it comes to the digital world. But two, it's the way that all these digital business models, all these business models interact with each other that develops the strength of the organization and obviously increases the revenue. So that is the second place. So after you've done your digital walkthrough, I feel like the digital walkthrough is you lay all the cards on the table, right? You're facing the brutal facts. You're confronting everything you need to. You're not leaving any stone unturned. Once you've done that, it gives you the reality. Then we take, I would say, five steps back (laughs) and say, great. 
after understanding that reality where we are, et cetera, let's now dig into, well, what is the mountain that we're trying to climb? What is the North star that we're trying to pursue? And that's when you break down these different business models to understand what is it that I'm going to try to pursue. Right. And really a lot, all of this starts with your target customer because your target customer is going to expose what models they're already using, what they're accustomed to, what they're willing to do, especially with the organization like as such as yourself, right? So then we look at the digital business models and try to identify potential ones that we can do, right? So we did a walkthrough, face the brutal facts, put the cards on the table, let's see what's going on. And then we started getting high level and identifying what is the pursuit, what is something that we wanna build towards. And building towards that model is gonna help you identify the actual tactical pieces of things, right? What are the actual functionalities and features and design that have to happen within my digital real estate in order for me to fulfill the needs of these business models? After we dug into the digital operations and the business models that are available to us, and we tried to define them, you know, try to pick one and really stick with it or a couple that we want to lead with. We then looked at what are the different strategies within the digital world? Right. Not necessarily strategies from a standpoint of a campaign strategy, a promotional strategy, a launch strategy, um, not not in that route more. What are the strategic reasons why organizations leverage digital? And here they are, to name a few. The first one is a platform. Leverage a platform to alter the way value is distributed in the value chain, right? So you can use a platform to do lots of different things, educate, entertain, engage, you know, provide some sort of value to your existing customer. That's one digital strategy. The next one being new marginal supply. So this is typically combined with a platform play. Digital technology can tap into previously inaccessible sources of supply at a marginal cost. So finding new supply that you can deliver at a very good margin because it's digital, right? You can scale it up. You're not thinking about inventory, holding inventory, physical inventory, limitations on that, logistics, supply chain, all that stuff. It's identifying new supply that has a good margin by leveraging digital. And again, this is typically combined with the platform play. The next digital strategy is to digitally enable products or services, meet new demand or develop new products or services with digital features. So that's a way to leverage digital as an organization to take your existing product, service or offerings and digitize them. Part of that, which is a different strategy, falls into rebundling and customizing. So rebundling products and services to better serve existing customers, leveraging digital to be able to bring together, change, adapt, provide in tiers and packages and whatever the existing products and services you have to better digest or better be taken by the consumer and leveraged, used, etc. Then we go into digital distribution channels, investing in digital distribution channels to make it easier for customers to access product and services. So how can I, the products and services that the customer is already taking, how can I use digital to distribute it much more efficiently, effective, quickly, scalable, et cetera. And then the final digital strategy being cost efficiency. Use digital to improve cost efficiency, typically through automation or cost scaling. In an age where operational excellence is the norm, this strategy looks like it's 
uh, aimed at survival rather than creating a source of comparative advantage. So this is really just about leveraging digital to make your day-to-day operations much more cost-effective, much more cost-efficient. You'll define what your processes are, what you're typically doing now, what's going on in the organization on a day-to-day standpoint, and ask yourself, how can digital influence this in a positive way to reduce costs, to improve efficiency, to consistently deliver a high-valued result or a result that has a certain standard to it, right? Automation, cost scaling, all that good stuff. So we went through this really fast, but understand that this was part of day one. You know, this was a good six hours deep into into going through the digital walkthrough, identifying the different business um, models, because we have to take in consideration the, the internal operations of the business along with the target customer to really try to identify the business models that would make sense. And then the digital strategy itself took some time to identify what's the most beneficial thing for the organization. uh, What can we actually accomplish? What can we not? All of that good stuff. So this is part one of how to run your own digital operations workshop. And you're going to want to start with the walkthrough dig into the different digital operation models, and then try to define strategically how you're going to leverage digital to make an impact in the organization. The last little bonus thing that I want to leave you with is talking about the lean startup. I mentioned, you know, this was a precursor to this whole two day workshop where we gifted the client the book in order for them to have a certain perspective when it comes to the digital world. And really, it's about learning, building, measuring, and the circle continues, right? You develop ideas with the learnings that you do. Once you have the idea developed, then you want to build, you want to code it out, you want to construct it. Once you code it, you throw it out there and you measure, you measure certain data points. Uh, Is it resonating? Is it not? Is it hitting engagement KPIs? Is it providing new subscribers? You know, whatever the case may be, we try to identify that. So in the learn part of thing, you're going to want to do some split testing, customer interviews, customer development, figure out the five whys of trying to analyze what's going on, customer advisory boards, product owner accountability. You want to do custom archetypes, cross-functional teams, and smoke tests, right? Trying to learn as much as possible with the ideas and the things that you're throwing out. Once you've learned and started to create ideas out of it, you start to build. Then you start looking at usability tests, unit tests, You're looking at different integrations that need to happen, incremental deployment, uh, free and open source components, cloud computing. You really start to look at your developer sandbox and just start to get digging and building, right? Then you build and you don't spend too much time building. You want to keep things minimal. You want to launch some MVP, some MVP features and just get as much learning in as possible. You build, you release. And you measure, right? You split test again. You look at funnel analytics, cohort analytics. You look at MPS scores. You look at search engine marketing, real-time alerting, predictive monitoring, usability tests, consistently be uh, developing and and deployment of development, um, clear product ownership and usability test. You want to measure all this stuff that you've just built and throughout. And then again, you consume the data, you take some more learnings and you build on the idea. And it's an ecosystem. It's kind of a, for the lack of a better word, a vicious cycle, right? One thing influences the other. So that is day one of creating your own or running your own digital operations workshop. 
And so stay tuned for day two, where we're really going to dig into other aspects of the digital operation model, such as identifying your team, your KPIs and digital experiences and all that good stuff. So I hope you guys got something valuable out of this episode. Again, feel free to leave a review or share with someone that you find that you think will find this valuable and subscribe if you haven't already. Again, thank you so much for checking out the podcast and I hope you got something very valuable out of it and we'll chat very, very soon.